Dagger, everyone. Welcome to this special episode of um, Awake, a minute by minute, the life of Yogananda. This episode, we have a very special guest, and we're going to focus principally on our guest and all the fascinating work he's doing. And our guest, for our YouTube watchers, you can see Yuri Yuri Branko. Is that correct? Have I pronounced that correctly, Yuri? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, How are you doing? I'm fine. Thanks for inviting me. I'm really happy to be here with you all. Yes, very much. Uh, we're, we're privileged to have you because uh, the, the fantastic work, uh, I think a lot of people will know Yuri perhaps from his uh, live feeds in Portuguese, usually on uh, in Yogananda London, yeah, sorry, Yogananda Brazil's uh, <laughs> um, Instagram page and other things. So lots of people actually, Yuri asked us to uh, invite you on board and because you've got, you're doing such uh, fascinating work. Um, firstly, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you come to Yogananda. Okay, uh, so who got into the path first was my mother. She was she got the autobiography as a gift from someone. She doesn't even remember who it was, and <laughs> she was reading it. One of those stories, right? She was reading it at uh, a waiting room, I think. And then someone got to her and said, "Oh, are you Kriyaban as well?" And she <laughs> said, "What's Kriyaban?" Oh, you don't know the temple. <laughs> She said, oh, we have temples in Brazil. And she said, oh, yeah, we do. So the, this woman gave my mother uh, the address from the only temple we had here in Sao Paulo back then. And then she went there, started meditating, got really in love with the path. Back then, we only had three books in Portuguese, um, Autobiography, Man's Eternal Quest, and Where There Is Light. And my mother started buying uh boxes of autobiographies and giving it away for many many friends <laughs> uh everyone she thought would be interested on it she would give a book and that's when i started uh going to sunday school uh going to retreats we had uh, kids retreats here i was 13 years old back then when i started and yeah, that's how I started. That's how, how it all started also. The, then um, what happened was we had this big uh, publisher here in Brazil who was distributing master's books in Brazil, but um, they were having some issues with SRF. They were, not, they were not having the best relations. And my mother was donating so many books and she said, maybe I can make this a business. <laughs> And so she had a friend uh, whose um, daughter was a monastic. And then she reached out to SRF and started talking. And I think six months after this first conversation, we got the approval to, to start distributing SRF books in Brazil. So it all started a little bit together. We became devotees and also started distributing the books in Brazil. And then um, everything started from there. Wow, we'll um, we'll discuss your distribution activities in a little bit. But tell us about your Yuri is not a Brazilian name. I know that. Tell us mm -hmm. about your uh, your name and your your family background. Perhaps I think you were telling me just before the call. Yeah, my my name was going to be Frederico. This is the name of my grandpa. But they 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 heard the name Yuri from the astronaut. They got inspired by it. And then, um, I don't know, they liked it more than Frederico, and that's why uh, I got this name. But it has nothing, it, it's not related to, 
to I don't have any families in Russia. My my family <laughs> comes from Italy and also Hungary. Um, that's my background, and also Portuguese because everyone in Brazil has Portuguese background. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've um, people tell me that uh, Brazil has the most diverse gene pool in uh, in the world, and hence you have yeah. this fantastic uh, amalgam amalgam of people and cultures. Speaking of amalgam, Mike, how are you doing from Austria? I am also an amalgam of cultures. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I haven't asked. I, I did actually a, a gene analysis um, at some point, but it wasn't as exciting as I hoped for. I'm mostly like German, Austrian. Yeah, I'm, I'm back in Austria for Christmas right now. So it's like if you want the local weather report, it's cold. So. <laughs> How's Chris Good doing? Morning. I didn't want to talk about the cold weather here in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> the darkness that gets me. You're 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 probably sitting in nice sunshine at, uh, up till what five six p.m. on in Sao Paulo. It's Four p.m. shut off time here. Um, but uh, no, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm glad to, to be back in Northern Ireland. It's very Christmassy here. Uh, I think it's the one big difference this time of year. It's uh, Christmas mad in Northern Hemisphere and Northern Ireland. But, and what is your what is your diverse gene pool, Chris? Scottish. I'm Scott. The 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 Hugh the Houston name is uh, goes back to Scotland. That's all I can say. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh's Hugh's town. I think I was uh, from somewhere west Scotland. That's, that's as much as I can give you. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, Yuri, did you? We have to ask everyone. Did you watch the movie Awake: The Life of Yogananda? And if when yeah. when and how did you watch it? And how what did you think of it? We were actually uh, responsible for bringing it to the theaters in Brazil. So yeah, I, I watched it premiere here uh, <laughs> and I, I loved it. We were able to have, I think over 40,000 people going to the movies to, to watch it on the movie theater. So yeah, uh, it was really, really inspiring. I think it was really nice to see this um, different aspect of Yogananda's life and also of SRF that we don't have uh, at least we didn't have touch with like we didn't know about all of the stories and, and I think it's way different than what we have in touch with on autobiography for example yeah it's a very good addition to if you're if you just read the autobiography then it's a very good uh, way to learn more isn't it about Yogananda because there's so much more isn't there of his life and uh, past that we didn't know about especially the always legal legal battles that we wouldn't wouldn't have heard about um, you. I'm sure you've had some legal battles in all your, in all your work that you're doing. Um, but just going back to the um, publishing the film or you know distributing the film, was that in Portuguese or was that in English? Yeah, it was subtitled. So it was not dubbed. It was only the subtitles in Portuguese. And the subtitles are from the film subtitles, or did you work on? those subtitles no I, we received them already subtitled uh, okay right. uh, when we talk right. i don't remember the name of the the, the company we we're in touch with but uh, we received already subtitled we had to do nothing how did um and how did you play this so like um how do you decide where to uh, you know which theaters to to put it in and all that kind of stuff yeah there is this big uh network here in brazil called Itauni Banco, and uh, we have a friend who works there, and we talked to her. She got us in touch with uh, one of the managers or directors, 
and we showed the, the movie and they love the idea. We also showed the numbers like, ah, oh, we have a page that's really big. So we're probably going to be able to divulge it and make people go to the movies and buy tickets and have, and have some, they're, they're going to have interest in on it. So that's the way they, they agreed to it. So we had it on, on some cities. So we had in Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro, I think also Belo Horizonte, if I'm not mistaken, in Salvador. Uh, and it stayed way longer than we expected because they said, okay, we're going to stay with it uh, for one week. And if there's, there are people coming, we're going to have, uh, we're going to make it be there a little bit more time. And then we, uh, we stayed for more than a month in, uh, on the theaters. Awesome. Awesome. And if you had a red carpet event, who would you have invited from Mother Center? We Oh, from Mother Center, we would have invited all the monks. We we actually had a, a red carpet event, but oh, did you? Yeah, it was like the uh, the release, the launch. So we invited people who are well known known in the area of meditation and yoga here in Brazil. So we had some some interesting personalities going, and it was nice because they disclosed it. They they put. Uh, the event on their social media and so I think we had way more people attending to the, to the movie because of this oh that's really that's awesome send us do send us those images we'll, we'll post it yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on uh, our um, our social media as well I have them all I can send it to you <laughs> awesome talking sounds, about go on Chris it sounds like it was maybe a little bit of a surprise to have it go on quite successfully for you know so many weeks where are you surprised yourself by that and what do you think was the reason why it did go on for a whole month yeah uh, i was i was expecting to be successful but we were really happy about it but uh we have seen a lot of um interest on on this subject uh interest about yogananda here in brazil so since it was um, a time in our history that I think our social media was uh, the most popular, that we had more interaction and, and more people attending to the live streams and, and commenting and sending us messages. So uh, I, I really thought it would be that successful. And I think part of this is it's because we were doing this social media uh, job or <laughs> really, really uh, putting work on it. So I think this is what really helped um, actually Yogananda to be more well-known in Brazil also. There's a um, hidden lesson there, isn't there? Yuri knew it was going to, he put it out there, it's going to do well, it's going to go longer than one week and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Yuri's affirmation technique must have worked. <laughs> maybe, maybe that also helped. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about your, we might as well talk about your social media now. For those who don't know, go to Yogananda Brazil and you will be surprised to see 160, is that right? 160,000 followers on your page. When I first yeah. saw that, I was absolutely gobsmacked because you look at Self-Realization Fellowship and that's like 50,000 and, you know, why of India and that's like, you know, a couple of, a few thousand, but 160,000, Yuri, just explain that to us. How is that possible? Yeah, uh, so we started the um, working with social media a long time ago because I think it was around 2013 we really noticed that the physical bookstore that we had to to sell the books 
wasn't going to do as well as an e-commerce. So we started our e-commerce back then and we knew we had to to make this the teachings uh, reach Brazil uh, and we wouldn't be able to do so without social media. So we started back then with Facebook and we also had a page with over 100,000 likes over there, but this page is uh, dying now. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> everyone's going to Instagram. Mm. Uh, and it was an idea of uh, one of our employees we were very heavy on Facebook and she said yeah let's let's try this tool now I think it's going to be interesting in the future this was 2016 and so we got on it and we started slow we started with one post a day uh, slow for for what we do now and I think Two years later, we started posting three posts a day, a lot of stories, and also doing the live streams. I think this is one of the things that helped us grow a lot. So we do one live every Thursday. Uh, we're going to have a recess now. We're going to stay like one week without the live, and then we go back in the beginning of January. So I do 51 lives a year. This is something that helps helps it a lot to grow people uh, bring other people to to it and one thing that also helped us be really knowledgeable is we go we only use except uh text from books so everything we, we use is srf approved of course but we try to get the content that's gonna reach out to the people so uh we're gonna talk about anxiety about stress, about relationships. So we get the topics that you're gonna talk about and we put this, this excerpt about relationships. And, and this I think is what makes people eager to, to, um, to be on, on our social media, to consume more of our content. It's, it's great that you, you have such a success with spreading Guruji's teachings in Brazil, would you say it's spread evenly across the country or is there like some areas that are much more um, um, buzzing than others, like Sao Paulo, for example? Yes, um, the southeast region, the thousands, south and southeast region, uh, I think we have more devotees over here. Sao Paulo is the place that we sell uh, 80%, 70% of the books to. But this happens with almost uh, any company in Brazil. Sao Paulo is usually yeah. the place that buys more. But we also have strong groups in um, the Northeast. For example, Salvador is a very, very big group. Uh, we now have five retreats in Brazil, if I'm not mistaken. It's five or six. So we have a retreat in Salvador. We have one in, in Minas Gerais. We have one in Penha. We have one in Brasilia. Um, so it's evenly distributed. I think the only part that we don't have groups, we have people interested on it, but we don't have, uh, groups or temples or circles is the North region. So we have this, this woman who's always on our lives and she's from Acre, which is one state that's really far away. And she's always saying, ah, when are we going to have a group here? I really want to meditate in group. <laughs> so, yeah, but but we're gonna get there. I told her we're gonna find more people through the live streams, and you can start a, a circle, and it'll grow. Yes, uh, we're we're all very variously involved with uh, social media, and uh, you know, spreading Guruji's teachings through through social media. Are you using any other platforms right now, like any of the new things like TikTok or 
Twitter no. or anything? No. No. The only thing we do now is um, we post three posts today on Instagram. We do the live stream weekly uh, stories, and also uh, when I I do the live stream, I'm gonna put my cell phone over here, and I also am gonna live stream from my webcam to YouTube and Facebook uh, at the same time. But we don't do it. Nothing uh, very special for the other social media. We should. But this is what we can accomplish with uh, the amount of employees we have and, and the time we have. So are they, um, is SRF really proud of the great work you're doing in, in spreading the teachings, Yuri? Yeah, I think so. In the beginning, it's always a little bit hard to, to get approval and to, to, get, to go on with these ventures and this, these initiatives. But nowadays, for sure, uh, th there's something that just happened here that we think has to do with the work we're doing. So we started back then with three books in Portuguese. Now we have over 30. And we just became, from what I talked to, to SRF monks and to the publisher department, we just became the first place outside uh, SRF to distribute the lessons. So you have SRF distributing lessons in US and of course you go to uh, on, in India. But now we are distributing lessons for Brazil and we're going to expand distributing the lessons for uh, Latin America and maybe even other countries. So this, of course, has to do with um, how safe they feel with our relationship and how we're, uh, how we're doing this work. Yeah, that's fantastic. Hopefully you'll, um, you'll, you'll, do, you'll do so well that you'll have, you know, an ashram that forms there and you'll have some organic grown monks that, that come from the community and you'll establish a center perhaps like like Mount Washington. Yeah, yeah, this is a dream that many people wish it comes true to have an ashram here in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. prediction. Yes, Chris, you were saying? Um, we, we talk a lot about um, <clears throat> or reference Yogananda's mention of how important organization is. Um, and being able to organize to, to get word out, I suppose, in some way. Um, how, how Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the organization you're referring to here, the, the company, the people behind it. You know, how, how has that grown over time? Um, how, how is that managed in general? Um, I'm thinking that if anybody else is out there thinking, try, how, like, how can they start to, to do something that they're passionate about within SRF uh, as well? Uh, you're talking about uh, mostly my organization, how it works, and then yeah. this. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> we started really uh, small. We had like three people working on it, but we're still not that big because uh, it's not a, a job that's too complex. So we have, I think, seven employees, and um, we have someone that's only um, responsible for. Um, the finances, the other ones responsible for sending the books. We have one only for designing. So she'll do all the posts and everything we need. There's a, a journalist that will make all the copywriting we need. And now we're gonna get more people as this uh, lesson, lessons event venue expands. We're gonna need more people because it's probably gonna be really, really big, but we're also a small company. The only thing is that, um, you have to, I think the easiest way to start a partnership with SRF is going to a convocation and, and meeting people there and start talking. That's how uh, we knew people that knew people when we got in touch. And it's something that just happened that way, I think, networking. 
Tell us, um, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Anything special for the Christmas upcoming Christmas time with with all, all your work? Yeah, we always do campaigns. So uh, we we get like the special offerings and sales and everything, and and the lives that we do on on the on Instagram and our social media is always related to Christmas. So last week we got the, these excerpts from uh, Christ and Krishna, what Yogananda talks about that in the second coming, the yoga of Jesus and the yoga of uh, the Bhagavad Gita. And this week we're gonna do a live that we already did last year and people loved uh, on the second volume of the second coming, Yogananda talks about um, Jesus years in India and also Jesus, uh, uh, when he was a ch child so these not well-known stories that you don't have in the in the bible today uh these are things people are really interested on so we try to bring the subject is always related to the season of the year so now we're bringing this and people people love it brazil is a really a big country big christian country so mm. it, it's interesting to bring this content to them do people um, do you go mike so Priyanka, Chris and I, we've all been involved in, in young adults work um, over the, the last years. And the way I see it is that there's a really big young adult generation coming along in Brazil at the moment. Do you, are you involved in their organization at all? And do you, is, do you, can you explain like how, how this works? Is there like a big group happening there? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it started um, I went to the youth program, as I told you before I started recording, I went to the youth program four times to this retreat. Uh, it was still in Camp Arbolado in the mountains and such. And when I came back to Brazil, I was, on, on, when I came back from the last retreat I, I went, I was 17 and I, I was gonna be out of the Sunday school and I would have to go directly to the, to the regular group. And I heard about the young adults in the US and here in, the, in South America, we have a really strong young adults group in Argentina. So I got in touch with some people from there, some people from the US also. And I started the Young Adults group in 2008 with two friends. We had this group that had me and these two friends for over a year. And it started growing little by little. This was in 2008. And uh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Remember, I told you I was going to be in a very important meeting. Close the door for daddy, please. <laughs> Thank you. That was so Bye -bye. cute. <laughs> yeah, she, she she doesn't respect the meaning. She always comes inside. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I, I raise I raise her bilingual. I only talk in English with her. Oh wow! What's her name? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, Yara. Yara. Yeah. <laughs> Original. Yeah. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. So uh, we started this group in 2008. We had only me and these two friends and also my mother would go and some other um, old, older people would go to it and then it started growing little by little so in 2009 no it started 2007 and 2008 we had the first retreat in in Armação which is one of the it's the only official SRF retreat here in Brazil we had like 10 people I think and then and now we have waiting lists for retreats. It's something that grew a lot. Of course, during the pandemic, uh, we had to stop everything and, and we're not 
meeting anymore. I had to to not be coordinating it anymore when I my daughters uh, were born. So I have a five year old and a three year old. So now I'm a little bit more um, doing the business from from Uniciencia, which is the company behind Yogananda Brazil, and also. Uh, taking care of the kids so the the young adults now they can handle by themselves there are enough people to to make it happen awesome the um tell us a little bit about the, you're doing i understand you're doing a lot of work with how to live schools i understand that the, there are already some schools in place um and uh how is that tell, first of all tell us about that structure and how, how is that going because i don't think i've seen it in many places if i'm honest yeah, from what we heard, we don't we don't know about how to live schools outside India, but I'm not sure if there there are now. So the thing is, uh, also my mother, my Evi, she was really interested on on the how to live curriculum. She wanted to start a school here in Brazil, and she started a study group. Mainly, they got the SRF magazines because the this how to live curriculum is not really you don't have a book for it yeah so you, have yes. to, you, you have to find where everything is so they started a study group and they got everything they could from the books from the magazines and they made like this really big document and how a school would work based on this principle so the idea is to be the same principles you're going to use in Hanshi and we started this school 13 years ago uh, here in Sao Paulo, there's only one here in Brazil. Mm. It's called Escola Arte de Ser, which would translate to the art of being. And uh, so far, it's only for small kids. So my two daughters are on it. So it's for up to six years old. And the idea is that everything that school does, everything related to what the teacher is going to do, what the activities are going to be, is always based on the how to live principles. So basically for people who don't know, you have four pillars and everything's based on these four pillars. It's, um, let me see if I know this in English. It's the, the science of the body, mental engineering, social arts, and uh, spiritual science, applied spiritual science or something like this. So they, they get these pillars and they get all the teachings you're gonna set on how you can develop uh, these pillars in our lives and they apply to the to the to the last to the classes. So they have yoga classes, they have meditation classes every day. Even the smaller kids, they they have meditation uh, in the way that they can do it. They they sing um, devotional chants. They also have like. Uh, depending on the season of the year, they're going to study a different master. So in October, they're probably going to study about St. Francis and, and this goes on the, the whole year. So yeah, this is like just a, a glimpse of it, but it's, a, it's a, something really, really happy and, and it's a project that uh, people are very interested. They, they want to try to make their own uh, schools. So this may be something that we're going to build in the future, like a way to to make this um, easier for people to implement because it's something a little bit complex. 
Yeah, very complex. But I've seen some of the pictures on your Instagram page and, and the, the page for we'll put we'll put a link on the description for this episode. And you can see the pictures there. Absolutely beautiful pictures of children, you know, joyful children doing some art and you know, really, really lovely, um, really lovely setting. I mean, are the teachers are they like career bands? Like how would you decide these? Intro, you know all these different things like do you, do you take volunteers do you have to follow the government curriculum in some aspects yeah, yeah. so so this is the thing we have to follow the government curriculum so there are some things that we have to attend so it has to be someone that has a graduation and so we don't have this obligation of the teacher uh, being a Kriyabam but they all become students but the director of the school uh, and the administrator the the, the manager they're, they're both Kriyabams and also everyone in the council has to be uh, a career band. So uh, one thing I was going to say that I just remember you talking about the pictures. We just had Diwali. So they had this big Diwali ceremony. Also, uh, all the families. And now that the, the pandemic is not uh, that bad here in Sao Paulo, we were able to do something in a park. It was really, really nice. But yeah, the, the, the teachers are not voluntary. They they earn salary to to work there it's it's a regular school we have to go through all the <laughs> all the bureaucracy to to have the school going wow can you, can you imagine yuri when you were when you were how old in 2003 or whenever you started this um uh when you were 13 right that you'd go yeah. into uh, teaching publication <laughs> marketing social media live streams all these all these things did you imagine that you do all this stuff master no. does take you on a very strange route in life doesn't he yeah and i i went to engineering college and then <laughs> yeah nothing to do with this but yeah i got back to it and it's something that it's one of the best things being able to work with um, what really satisfies you and seeing um, how big Yogananda is becoming in Brazil. And we also see that from uh, SRF's interest in Brazil, bringing more books, we have more and more translations. So yeah, I'm really, really happy on how big we're becoming and and we also have a lot of room to grow and i didn't expect to be here <laughs> of course it, it wasn't it wasn't even close to a dream because also when i got uh an srf it was something really small so i was yeah it's a temple that i'm gonna attend but now <laughs> we had we had one temple here in sao paulo now we have six wow we didn't, we didn't have retreats back then now we have five or six also in brazil so yeah it's growing quick uh, exponentially i would say so so in a couple of decades my good listeners this is what uh, what can be achieved if you have a bit of um, bit of zeal let guruji do some uh, work <laughs> for you i suppose yuri does he work through your hands do you feel that energy uh, uh, one thing that I always try to to connect to is uh, not having the ego on this because it really is nothing that I'm doing. It's everything that he did and we're just passing on. And I don't know where at that, but I do know that Yogananda said somewhere that if it was not me, he would put someone else to be doing exactly the same thing I'm doing. So yeah, it can be some sort of, yeah, working what he wants to do, but uh, I try to disconnect from this idea that I'm responsible for this or my heavy, my, my associate or anyone else. It's something that probably would have happened in with a different person or I don't know. But yeah, this is something that I'm always very careful with. Mm. 
I, I agree, but I also think Guruji chooses the people he lets manifest his work carefully, right? It um, can be, I, yeah. I, yeah. I had a question about like the, the kids that come to the school, like are they all SRF families or does it also attract people from all sorts of denominations? No, they're not uh, all from SRF. You even have atheists, you have people from all kinds of uh, backgrounds, mainly people who are interested in, um, um, I don't know, a balanced way of living. So mm -hmm. they have a vegetarian meal there. They have like yoga. They have, um, how do you call the place that you grow vegetables? You plant the vegetables, like a garden? Like, that, farm, like a garden. farm, farm. Yeah, like City a little farm. farm. Yeah, they grow their own vegetables there. Uh, they have uh, turtles, tortoises that they play. It, it, it's it's a place that really cites São Paulo, which is this crazy big gigantic city full of uh, gray. And then you're inside a place that's also it's like you pass through a portal and you're in a different city or a different area. So it's mainly people who want their kids to be in a, an environment that's healthier or. I don't know, uh, more balanced that way. People who are interested in yoga also usually not not yoga as we know, but people who are interested in hatha yoga and they want mm -hmm. something that relates to, sometimes they bring them to, to school as well. But we have atheist uh, parents, uh, many actually, who just I've, like the, the project. I find that amazing. I feel like that speaks about the universality of Guruji's message that it's not really about, I just choose, this is my tribe mm -hmm. over there, but it's mm -hmm. more about all the things that he stands for are all good for our lives. And that's why we should do it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about that topic, um, uh, Yuri, someone, one of our listeners told us about a project that you're involved with called Yogananda for All. Tell us, uh, tell us something about that. Yeah, this is a project we're very, very excited about. Um, so the idea is, we're actually just building now a website to make it available for people around the globe, not only for people here in Brazil. For now, you can only uh, uh, help us if you're from Brazil. Uh, so the idea is to bring Yogananda's teachings to people who can't have access to it in, in many different aspects, in many different ways. So uh, people who, homeless people, people who are in rehab, people on psychiatric clinics, or people who don't have the money, they live in communities and they don't have the, the way to afford uh, buying the books. We also are people in uh, prisons. So the idea is we get people to donate the books, um, and we get in touch with NGOs that work with people uh, that are in situations like that. And uh, our main goal is not only to make the books reach these people's these people hands, but also to make them read it. So we, we usually work with, with companies that are gonna make uh, groups to read the books. So we have already had uh, really beautiful testimonies of this happening. One of the things that we can do nowadays in Instagram is have the, um, I don't know in English, but you can donate in an Instagram live. So while the live's happening, people donate and 100% of this goes to this uh, Yogananda for All project that we have. So we have had this happening in Rio de Janeiro. We have this uh, group called Yoga de Rua, 
it's um, uh, street yoga. They they do they have yoga classes for homeless people. So this is one project we worked with. They took the books, they they read it together, and they took all these homeless people and they took them to the meditation center to the to the Rio de Janeiro meditation center. They went there two or three times already. They loved it so. The idea is being able to make these teachings that we know is are super important and everyone should be in touch with so they can reach people who wouldn't be able to in and, another way. And this is only available in Brazil for now, but you want to make it worldwide. So you go on the website and you basically choose which books or how many books you want to donate. And then you, I'm guessing you pay for the books. And then yeah. there is then there is groups on the other side who can apply and say I I want some of those books and use them to teach people about Yogananda. Yeah, for now it's something that we're mostly uh, contacting the NGOs. They're not contacting us, so we're finding mm -hmm. NGOs that are going to be interesting for this particular project. And it, it works in that way. We have this website. People either through the website or through the live streams, people can donate. They can also make a subscription. So they donate every month, but we revert the, the money into the books because uh, we know that not all the books are suitable for people who are in these kind of uh, places in life. So we wouldn't donate a second coming of Christ, for example, because it's probably a book that the person has to Uh, have more knowledge of all the teachings so we, we donate six books usually and and yeah we sorry my my kids started screaming. Uh, we, we, we decide the books we're gonna donate and and we have this list we give to people who are donating um, showing them where the books are going to and what which which six books yuri this is interesting information Yeah, autobiography, uh, where there's light, scientific healing affirmations, uh, inner peace, um, metaphysical meditations, and uh, I think to be victorious in life, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so not um, not like yoga of Jesus or God uh, or um, yoga of Krishna. Uh, Christian. Yeah, so so then we have this this is uh, Brazil is a country that people read really really little. It, it's really hard to make people to, to have people <laughs> reading here in Brazil. It, the average book for Brazilian is 1.6 a year, while in Europe we have 20 20 something a year depending on the country. So Uh, we know that people in these kind of situations, in, in these places that we're going to send the books to, they're probably not going to be very familiar, familiar, uh, very familiar with reading. So we try to give them an, an easier read, you know, so they can get in touch. And maybe if they want, maybe in the future, we can uh, expand this to a little bit more complex books. But even Yoga of Jesus, even though it's small, it's, it's, you have to study it. It's, it's deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Just just for the listeners, what is the URL? Uh, the URL is yoganandabrasil.com.br slash yogananda half and para half and todos. I think it's easier to put in the description. Yeah, we'll put it mm -hmm. in. We'll, we'll put it there, definitely. Yes. But the thing is, for now, it's only working for people who have bank accounts in Brazil. Uh, but mm -hmm. in the future, we're going to have it be uh, affordable for people around the, the globe. So, and for now, we're only working with Brazil because we only have Portuguese books. 
but maybe in the future we can expand that as well. So, so Yuri, can I can I uh, challenge you on this in this uh, field? Okay, so sure. say you would uh, give me a type of uh, give me the last type of uh, NGO that you would have approached, a, uh, you know, a type of NGO that you would have approached, anyone that you would have done. One of those uh, is this that um, I just told the street yoga. So they work with homeless people. The, the uh -huh. last one that we approached. They're working with people coming out of prisons in the northeast area okay. of Brazil. So the prison one then, is that on rehabilitation of prisoners when they when they come out or is it in prison? No, it's it's uh we call them egress. I don't know if that's the word in English. It's yeah, egress, it's someone yeah. who just finished yeah. the the yeah. jail time and they're coming out of prison. Okay. So if if I was working for that NGO and you picked up the phone, uh, and then what would you say to me? If you phoned me as, as that NGO. Yeah, but, but the thing is, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it like that. The thing okay. is, since, since we have this big social media mm -hmm. and we have a lot of people looking at us, we mm -hmm. post it, we put it on a story and say, people, we're looking for NGOs to work with for this project. Are you interested? Uh, contact us. And then we're going to see if it really fits what we want to do. So people are going to get in touch with us after we reach out to them in our social media mainly it works like that so usually uh, people who come to us there are people who are already interested in yogananda mainly students not only kriyabans but also from the street yoga two of them who work in the project they are kriyabans so it's usually people who are already inside very good zone. very good so um this, this is a really good master class yuri you're giving us for free I don't know if you charge people for this, usually in karma credits or something. But <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so, so if I'd contacted you and said, oh, I like this, um, I like this idea. Can, what, what, how can I get involved? What would, what would, you, what would be your next things that you would say to, to me? We're actually needing it right now because um, we, we have more books being donated than the NGOs are being able to spread. So we would talk to them, understand the project, understand if they're really gonna make uh, reading sessions. So, so sessions. So it's it's not uh, interesting to us if you just get the book and put it on a shelf somewhere. It's just a book somewhere. So the idea is trying to make it uh, live, trying to make people read it. So we're gonna talk about the project, see if it's interesting. And there, there's not like something that we would say, yeah, this is out of the question. It's just uh, that we want active people. We don't, mm. don't just want distributing books because distributing books is something we know how to do. Uh, it, it's something else. And would you, would any of your team, if it was a big enough NGO or something as important to you, to you would you, any of your team get involved with the actual, you know, uh, readings and things like that? That's not something that has happened, but it's something that we could for sure make it work. Even I could go, depending on the, the how big the project is, uh, it, it all depends. But we are always uh, asking these NGOs to record, to document everything that's happening. So they record videos, they take pictures, they send it to us. They record testimonies from people who have been a part of the project and how uh, Yogananda's teachings have impacted their lives also. Awesome. Awesome. Is your just out of interest? Is your mom still involved much with? The yeah, work? yeah. She's a little bit older, so she's not uh, that much involved in the executive area. She's more on the 
thought process and thinking about ideas and campaigns and, and things like that, but she's still the, uh, were both the associates of the company. Is he proud of, is he proud of her little son, Yuri? <laughs> yeah, I, I think so <laughs> in that matter. And she's also, uh, I, I started on the company on, on 2013, but the company started on 2009. So they had a, um, also they were growing without me and I just entered to, I think I was already a programmer. So this is why I also say, said, yeah, let's go to the e-commerce. Let's do this a little bit more. So this is what I changed when I got inside. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so you also talked about the um, translations of the books. Um, mm -hmm. I, I can't imagine translating Guruji's English into well, I know a couple of languages, translating it into those languages that I know, it would just be so challenging. I mean, how how does that even work? I mean, obviously, you must work with uh, some monks that are from, you know, Portuguese descent. How, how would that work? It's insane yeah. to me. So uh, just one thing that I forgot to say, uh, on the Yogananda for All project, uh, every books that are donated, we still pay the copyrights uh, to SRF. So mm -hmm. One thing that's important for people to know is that you're not only helping this, uh, the teachings uh, reach people that wouldn't be able to, but you're also helping SRF. Uh, so the translation is something that we don't work directly with. The, what happens here in Brazil is we have three or four devotees that SRF trusts are going to do a good translation. And then they translate the books. So they translated, for example, recently the spiritual diary. We didn't have it in Portuguese and now we do. They translate it, they send it to SRF, they have the translation department. And then there, they're gonna have someone review the book to see if everything is correct. So usually what takes, uh, what takes it to, to take a little bit more time for the book to be over is this reviewing process. The translators work really, really well. So it's it's uh, four people that SRF really um, trust. Uh, one of them is the brother of a monk, for example, the brother of a brahmachari. So uh, it works like that. And that this is something that uh, it can only happen because the books are selling, because they put more effort in, in this matter of translating uh, new books because it's selling and they're getting copyright and they can reinvest on, on translating and, and printing other, other books. So uh, we started with three, three and now we have 30 something, mainly because it's working out well. I, we we want way more titles though. We have some <laughs> titles that I'm eagerly waiting to have them in Portuguese. Which ones, <laughs> which ones? Uh, Mejda, for example, we don't mm -hmm. have in Portuguese. We don't have uh, Gyanamata's book that I really wanted. We don't have uh, Whispers uh, of well, Eternity. Interesting. Why would you? Why do you really want Mejda? Mejda, I love the book. Uh, I love the stories, stories that Yogananda didn't tell because he didn't want to look uh, very egotistical, but many other miracles that you don't, you don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I really, really love the book. And, and some stories that are different there's a story uh, that he that his brother tells in the book of yogananda making him incorporate a spirit of a person and they they had a really hard time with their dad about that so uh, i think it, it has a, a sense of humor also that yeah uh, it's really interesting it was this i think it was his sister 
Um, and they, yeah, it was pursued, made him get possessed, and then yeah, uh, that, that 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 um, that spirit wouldn't leave. So they yeah, bought yeah. they bought a picture of three um, of Lahim Harshai, <laughs> and then and then, and then yeah, it finally I think that was the story, ran, yeah. <laughs> ran away. <laughs> awesome story. Sorry, Mike, you were saying. Yeah, I I noticed uh, at convocation when they introduced that they they announced that the lessons would be translated into Portuguese, and for example. My native German is not represented there yet, so it seems like there's a lot of momentum right now in yeah. um, in uh, uh, Brazil. Um, and I, I was wondering if you find this translates into a larger following as well, like having so many titles in Portuguese and having the lessons. Does, do you think this is one of the reasons that brings a lot of people to the path? Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the main reasons for sure, because uh, one of the things we always say in the live streams is, look, we're reading uh, excerpts from the book, but you can get the book and, and read the, the full story. So people can get, uh, they can, they have access to all these teachings and they get interested. And, and also now we have so many groups and so many temples. So it's easy for someone who's interested in master's path to start going to a group and meditating in groups. So I think this is certainly one of the things that's helping um you're gonna end up grow um, be more knowledgeable here in brazil we heard that we're gonna have the spanish lessons then probably the italian ones this is also something that's really uh going quickly and portuguese should probably be uh, one of the next ones to be released mm -hmm. that's um that's pretty much all the stuff that i had Guys, um, do you have any anything else burning that you'd like to ask? I know Yuri has a meeting that he needs to go to. He's very busy. We're so fortunate to have had Yuri for this uh, for this hour, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like I'd like to know um, if you have any anything planned for the any any projects that ha we haven't heard about yet that you're working on for the future. Exclusives. There's yeah, if you want to announce them, this is the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, joking, but if you have, if if you are working on any any projects for the future, yeah, we don't have like uh, many different things. We're eagerly uh, waiting for the lessons. The lessons were postponed because of the the pand pandemic, but now they're probably coming in the first semester of this year. So this is something that's going to make us um, without time because now we're distributing 100, uh, 100 lessons every two weeks, English lessons, because people in Brazil don't speak English. It's really hard to, to find people who can read on the original. But uh, the Portuguese lessons, we're probably going to have 2,000 or 4,000 every two weeks to be sent. So it's going to be something very challenging for us, something that we're very happy now since uh, we're getting a better relationship every day with SRF. Uh, we're going to start also getting uh, own armrests directly from India to distribute in Brazil. This is something that we don't have in Brazil anymore. It's it's very hard to come by. So people go to the US and bring it and it's really, really expensive. So now we're also going to be able to distribute the armrests in Brazil. And SRF has reached us um, wanting to know if you can also distribute the lessons to Latin America and, and other places. So I think what we're gonna put energy now is making the lessons work here and every other country that we distribute. 
and also making the the yogananda for all project grow so this is something we're, we're putting a lot of effort we want to see it grow way more than um than it has already but it's also a new project we know that this will happen and in the future we're also trying to see um how to um, make the how to lives curriculum something that we can help other schools apply to their schools because many people are interested in that too so it's one million things at a time but we don't have nothing like a, a very special news that no one knew about but uh we're going on these directions for now and how do how do people across the not in brazil but in other countries get involved with some of this stuff work wonderful work you're doing yeah i think mainly people who help uh divulge the page that's something that helps a lot so people say go to the live streams this is something that's very interesting because it lowers the the first barrier to get in touch with yogananda's teaching because here in brazil we have this problem that people don't read as much so if you just come to the person and gives a book is going to say I'm, i'm not sure if i'm going to do that but if the person goes to a live she just has the, uh, the the only job is listen so she just listens a little bit and she says wow this is something that really touched me so then they go get the book so uh mainly people in brazil help a lot with that they 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 also disclose they say this is the website you can buy the books here uh we have a very um I don't know the word in English, but we have this community that the monks always say when they come to Brazil, they're really cheered up. They're really uh, hot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to translate that properly, but yeah, they are always very, very uh, happy, very, um, uh, I don't know. But uh, so, so this is something that helps the work, helps the, our work grow even more. People are really interested. People are always... Uh, we're being uh, called to radio broadcasters to do interviews, to TV shows to do interviews. So we're going everywhere we can to make it uh, even bigger, <laughs> as big as we can. My, um, uh, my, you go on, Chris. I, I wanted to ask earlier, uh, Yuri, what's uh, Yuri's uh, feedback on the uh, How to Live School? Uh, what's, uh, whose feedback? Uh, Yuri's. Oh, your daughter. Ah, my daughters. Yeah, yeah, I have two daughters, Yara and Taina. Yes. They love it. Uh, it's something that's really interesting because um, they know they can resort to the meditation, even though they don't really meditate, but it's something that they can do when they are uh, feeling stressed or they're a little bit uh, irritated. They know that they can breathe. They know how to settle down, to calm down. Uh, they love their friends, the, the teachers, and we just started vacation Friday, and they're already asking when they can go back to school. <laughs> they're saying, oh, but daddy, I want to see my friends, the teachers, I want to go back to the garden, I want to see the turtle. And they said, yeah, <laughs> just wait a little bit more, but they, they really love it. This is going to be her last year from my, my, my older child. Oh, so. no, graduating into Sunday school. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. My we want... We want to make it possible that we have also on the on the elementary school and all, but then it's something way more complex with the mm. government to, to mm. make it viable. No, Mike, you, sorry. Oh, Chris, so, come. Yeah, just, just wanted to ask, where can people find more information 
about, about school. school. Yeah, we don't have it translated to English, but it's uh, archigesev.com.br. Yes, I'll put it on the um, I'll put it on the link, and you can use yeah. Google Chrome to translate. That's what I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. true. <laughs> That's the point of that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my friend uh, Sonal Patel, who you probably know, Yuri, um, would who... distribute her book here. Yes, Gita, the Battle of the Worlds, uh, and and I'm yeah. sure you would have um, used. Uh, used uh, you might use it even in the school because it's meant for children and it's very picturesque i mean how, how is it being received yeah we're we're using it more with teenagers because for small kids we feel that they 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 feel a little bit afraid of some of the darkest places that yeah, they go that's true. through that's the, true. the swamp and and the <laughs> bloody part so um we usually work with older kids but people love the book it's just something that where uh, this is one of the projects for 2022 is to see how we're going to be able to make this book be more well-known here in Brazil. It's a book that we really loved bringing, bringing here and distributing it. Awesome. Well, that's everything from me. Anyone else for any more? I'm, I'm not an expert at how compatible Brazilian Portuguese and Portugal Portuguese is, <laughs> but is there any overlap of your work with Portugal or, or would people in Portugal profit or, or gain from the work that's being done in Brazil? Yeah, actually, they don't make two different translations, even though it's a little bit different. When you have mm -hmm. the written text, it's mm -hmm. quite similar. It's mostly the accent that it is different mm -hmm. and, and some ways of speaking. But uh, the books that are being sold in Portugal, we're distributing them now. So we have mm. uh, people there that we send the books to and they distribute the books over there. But they are using the Brazil, Brazilian Portuguese, even though it um, came after the Portuguese Portuguese, of course. <laughs> Portugal Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, well, but the, the people, the for, people in England also have to read the American. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly the same thing. So, but the book is the it's the same translation. They don't do a different version for Portugal. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, Yuri. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been an absolute privilege. Uh, and we've le I've learned so much because, you know, I'm trying to, Yuri, you don't know, but we had a monk's visit planned in London a um, couple of, well, three or four years ago and uh, before the pandemic. And um, like uh, a center in Italy had, um, they had like 1,200 people that came to one of their events. And then they were like, London's a massive city. Why, why can't you get more than three or 400 people in our monk's visit? And I said, okay, fine, we'll book a book at venue because it was a centenary and that's a thousand person venue. And they said, and, and then we're not doing any marketing. We're not doing any of this social media stuff. So how do we get people in? So this is a really good, interesting insight for, for me and all of our listeners in the London Centre, Yuri, because we've got a lot of uh, potential here in London, but uh, we, need sure. to, we need to realise it, I think. And we need to really pick up a lot of, uh, a lot of the good threads and your thinking that you, you've, you've applied in, um, in Brazil. Yeah, this could be a... Uh, second invitation then <laughs> i can come <laughs> back again and we can talk more about it oh, yes, Thank, thanks was... a lot for inviting me i was really happy to be here absolute joy to hear all the wonderful yes. stuff you're doing thank you everyone Jai Guru. Jai Guru. thank you for coming on yuri Jai Guru. Okay. thank you thank you <laughs>